Hello, everyone. Welcome to Money Minute with Margarita. I am so excited to talk about this topic because it is so important to me, both personally and professionally. Uh, we are going to talk about elder care and we welcome Joy Laverde. Um, she has a reputation for being a path carver and visionary. She's a keynote speaker, consultant, and author of the bestseller, The Complete Elder Care Planner, and who will take care of me when I'm old. She has been quoted in the Wall Street Journal, Time, Money, The New York Times, and Psychology Today, among many others. Interviews include The Today Show, Good Morning America, and NPR. Critics tell her work as illuminating, eye-opening, and required reading for anyone over 40. Please visit her website at elderindustry.com. Without further ado, welcome, Joy. Thank you so much. So, my goodness, I personally think we could have a weekly podcast just <laughs> on this topic. <laughs> yep. Tell us why longevity and caregiving never end. I would be happy to. You know, at the beginning of this century, we experienced a phenomenon that has never been the case before. So today, people are living a third longer than they thought they would. What that means is we're all getting old together. And with better care and better resources available to us, we're living a very, very long life. So longevity means our parents could be 100, 110. Not unusual for the caregivers to also be in their 60s and 70s. Of course, we know that caregiving can start very early. I know college kids and high school kids who are taking care of grandparents. So this longevity means that the caregiving never ends for any of us. We're taking care of a whole slew of different people who could land on our doorstep at any time. Thank you for that. As I mentioned to you, there's a period in time where I'm caring for my eight-year-old daughter and my eight-year-old dad and two kids in between. So that mm -hmm. definitely resonates with me. So I don't think people really pay attention to this a lot and they need to. Why younger and older caregivers require different planning and even different supports? Well, for um, the caregiving situation, there is no such thing as one size fits all. So a younger caregiver is possibly healthier than an older caregiver. An older caregiver has to look out for their own finances as well as take better care of themselves if they themselves have chronic conditions. So you see there's a there's a spectrum of where we put our focus as a caregiver. If we're younger, we we have different responsibilities like working and younger children, for instance. And the older caregivers may have not only parents to think about, but spouses and siblings. So you see there's a whole spectrum of different relationships that are coming on our plate as caregivers. So I specifically made sure in the new edition of my book, The Complete Elder Care Planner, that 
plans would be customized for every category of caregiver. Well, thank you for that. And I do have your book and I encourage everybody to check out the resources. Even can't you read it all at once? It's a wonderful resource. This is something I have college classmates that reach out to me and they say, Rita, I know you talk about this a lot, but how do I start? How do I open the dialogue with my parents about elder care or planning? Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, we start is we have to get back on the same track regarding a really close and trusting relationship with parents. You know, we may be related, but we may not be in the circle of trust. And so I say, don't worry about what you want to talk about. Make sure that you reestablish a loving bond between you and your parents. Start there. So I wasn't that far off when I told my friends, aunts, classmates, start from a place of care, whatever you do, begin with mommy, daddy, grandma, grandpa, we love you. And then Mm -hmm. continue. So I was giving good advice. Oh, absolutely. And unfortunately, a lot of families in America are spread out. And they don't have that bond anymore. So another thing before you even say one word is to go visit in person and spend some quality time together. Absolutely. So well said. I mean, I I remember when my dad was sick, sometimes I would just keep him company. We'd watch a movie. If he took a nap, I'd work on my laptop. That was time very well spent. Aging in place. This is a big one. We all want to age in place, but sometimes the home in which we raised our children may not be the right place to age in place. People like, you're not taking me out of my home. So talk about aging in place and what that means to different people and how you broach that topic. That's a great question. So aging in place with someone else is way better than aging in place alone. But eventually, if we live long enough and we outlive the people we are living with, then aging in place alone pretty much has a shelf life because now you're in charge of everything, including making sure that the people that come into your home are trustworthy. So what if they're not? So it's a pretty scary situation when you're aging in place alone. So other things um, may have to do with nutrition. Are you a good cook? Are you able to be fit? Um, Managing medical needs. And what if forgetfulness sets in? Are you making good decisions? So these are all things that make aging in place quite challenging. But there is a way to do it if you plan ahead. And again, I went to great lengths to make sure that the new edition of the book has a questionnaire and it helps adult children and their parents and grandparents learn how and plan for aging in place. Thank you for that. And then as we transition, wind down our conversation Aging in place, eventually, like you said, you may no longer 
be with the people that you're aging in place. So there may come a point in time, solo aging. Why is caregiving different for solo agers? Because they have more at stake financially and otherwise. And when they go ahead and they make plans to take care of someone else, they have to ask themselves, well, first of all, what if I become unavailable? What's what's the backup plan? And then what are the legal protections and the financial considerations that come with my solo aging and someone I might be caring for who does not have a lot of money? So there are many considerations that solo wagers need to think about. And again, I cover this in my my both of my books, actually, because solo wagers have to think about how am I going to protect my future as I have more people in my life? Yes, solo wagers are certainly more vulnerable and may not have um, that safety net that mm-hmm. non-solo agers have. So Joy, we so appreciate you being here. This is the opportunity for you to um, share social media handles, your website, remind everyone the name of your book and how they can find it. Thank you. My The name of the book is The Complete Elder Care Planner. The newest edition is the fourth edition of this book. So that's brand new as of this week. Also, go to my website, elderindustry.com, and there you will find ways to connect with me, ways to buy my book, a ton of articles and different keynotes that I'm giving that will be posted on the on the uh, home page so that we can meet in person. LinkedIn, I love LinkedIn. Find me, Joy Laverde. Can't miss me. <laughs> well, thank you so much. So be sure to follow Joy Laverde's work as we started with this is a topic that's important to me personally, professionally, and all of us are in fact getting older. So thank you so much. You're very welcome.